0: Hello, historians. I'm your host, Heather Ashley, and welcome to another episode of Women of Herstory, a podcast dedicated to celebrating women who have made or are making their mark on our society. Today I have with me Greek Nigerian singer, dancer, songwriter, and vocal producer Love Itoya. Thank you so much for joining us today, love. Thank you so much for having me. It's a glad I'm so happy. <laughs> oh, I'm, we are so happy to have you. I hope you've had a good day so far. Yeah, I do. I've had a great day. <laughs> good, I love it. Well, hopefully it's about to get better. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's jump right in. I would love to hear more about your newly released debut single, Pepperdem. What is it all about and what does it mean to you?
1: Um, Pepperdam was a surprise song because I didn't know that I will write that song. Um, it's important right now and it represents a lot of things that I never knew it would make such huge impact to people that listen to it. Um, first of all, the story about Pepperdine was that I, my brother, wrote the song and with my parents when they, I needed like some supplements of their own heritage and their own language. Mm. Um, and we were like, my brother was like, we need to make a song that is more like an anthem. Sounds mm. okay, well, I had some melodies for another song and he was like, I think you should take that melody from another song because it was sounding, in the beginning of the song it sounded so uh, open in an anthem mm. at the point. So, um we wrote it in an hour. Oh my gosh. So yeah, so and we didn't rethink it again. We we're just like, that's it. That's the song. Usually when we write a song, we like we take time and and all that kind of stuff. But this one, it was so quick. So then during the pandemic 2020, we went to France in Paris. That's when we saw our producers, Shawon C. Mm. They really helped me uh to bring my song to life mm. it was yeah it was a big process uh they produced it i helped also in the production and it was all a collaborative work so basically Pepper Dem is a song uh it's a mixture of genres it's a pop song that has hip-hop afro different kind of stuff inside mm blend everything and it talks about empowering black women and women in general mm. uh, because it's my story and i just wanted to say that usually we get downgraded because of our color of skin and mm. we're like we're all important and different kind of thing and my statement is just like pepper them everybody is like a slang word in nigeria pepper them is just like if somebody tells you, you can do something and I'm saying with my own way, you need to pepper them. You need to show them that you mm-hmm. can do it better. So I'm like empowering all the women all around the world to pepper them with their own way, not in a violent way, but mm-hmm. you know, when somebody tells you, you can do that thing or you're like, Oh, you're not worth it to do that. And you just work harder
0: mm-hmm.
1: to get that. Mm-hmm. And to do that and to pepper them mm-hmm. just like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. So you, do you write a lot of songs with your brother? Yeah, I do. I do. (laughs) Wow. That's so cool. Is, is he a uh, performer as well with you? Oh my gosh. That's so cool. Oh, how fun. Wow. Yeah. That's great too, that you have a relationship with your family that you can bounce off these ideas with and be like, this is what I'm trying to write. What are what, like? What what are your thoughts? How can we make this happen? That's amazing. What do you hope that people get from listening to your music? I wanted to get
1: something positive, and for me to talk to them and into their heart. Like, mm-hmm. I want to whatever song they hear from me would be like an advice. Mm. for them to do something better mm-hmm. uh, because usually it's, sometimes when we listen to songs it maybe it takes us to depression and different kind of things and I want in the end when you listen to the songs you're like okay maybe I'm depressed or maybe I'm happy but I want to take a message from her okay mm-hmm. she said that maybe I should listen mm-hmm. and do that instead for something good and I want them to learn my roots because, like I said, I'm a Greek-Nigerian, and my, my mom is from Edo, and my dad is Ishan. Mm. Um, they're both from Nigeria. And I wanted to incorporate my roots inside my songs and my music. So, basically, I just want to bring me to the world, and they should be able to know me, and I should give a huge
0: impact to them. Yes. Wow. That is, that is ambitious and I love it. That's, you're just like, this is exactly my message and here it is. Here I am. That's so important to have that confidence. Do you think that, you know, do you get that type of confidence from your family?
1: Yeah. My parents are very supportive, especially when everybody was like, music, she wants to do music. It's so underrated and why does she want to do music and she's not gonna go anywhere or she'll be singing in the streets and having mm. food or have money and my parents didn't hear all of that they were just like that's what she wants to do we're gonna oh. support her anyway
0: anyhow so it's good to have a support system wow do um so in writing with your brother do you uh, ever come in with with you know a blueprint and he's like, no, let's not do that, or is it more of a maybe let's shift there? Is it is it like a symbiotic sort of writing relationship there? There is
1: there is a writing relationship. Sometimes I just write a whole thing on my own. And mm. We just yeah because I I write by myself, but I still write with my brother. -hmm. Of course they'll be like, oh, maybe I don't like this, maybe I don't like that, because we are siblings. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) um but basically we comes to we come to a balance and we understand each other. So we just like a lot of times about finding the rightful word, but after we just (laughs) try to dive in <laughs> that's okay.
0: so funny I got this <laughs> I'm trying to imagine writing a song or anything with my brother and I just cannot even I don't think it would ever happen it would just be a lot of no no, no you're wrong <laughs> no I'm right <laughs> he's he's not he's not a uh in the in the music world though so I think that would be the other thing I'd be trying to explain things and he'd be like mm. uh Finances? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So, you started writing and composing at a young age. Yeah. And, you know, we've just said that they, that your family definitely supported you throughout your endeavors. And in that, did you ever doubt yourself, though, in this process? Yeah. A lot
1: of times. Um, I get empowered because I'm a woman by my mom.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, she's like my backbone, my prayer warrior. <laughs> <laughs> um, I get a lot of time that oh, maybe I, I, I can just, I can do that. I can do this. Mm. It's Not every day you're confident. Mm-hmm. Not every time you feel well, but I just try to be strong and try to be very confident. When I get a lot of times, my mom tells me, just go with it and don't let the world uh, dim your light. Mm-hmm. You know who you are, mm-hmm. so why be doubtful? And my dad always is like, don't talk too much, just do whatever you want to do mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and don't delay it and mm-hmm. work walk- hard. To get what you want. So, mm-hmm. you don't time for, oh, I can't, I, I doubt that, I doubt this. That's what you want. That's what your heart beats for. So, mm. go with
0: it. Mm-hmm. Have you ever experienced like a fear of succeeding in a way where you're like, if I put this out here, if I submit for this festival or this concert or whatever, if I If I do everything the way I know I can, my whole life is going to be changed. The thing is that I'm not afraid to Mm -hmm. succeed, but I am like,
1: I want when I succeed by God's grace, I should be conscious of what is happening around me Mm -hmm. and I shouldn't change and I should be closer to God and I shouldn't let the world define who I am. Mm. Because when you're out in the spotlight, everybody has an opinion in your life. Right now, not everybody really has an opinion in your life. They're like, okay, do whatever you like. But Mm. then you have a lot of people telling you what to do, how to act. Mm -hmm. And I just want to be conscious and be humble and be who I was before I was discovered.
0: Mm. Yeah. Wow. That's a really beautiful answer. I'm, you've got me thinking all kinds of things now. Wow. You know, that's so true though. I hadn't thought about it in that way where it's like, no one has much of an opinion on your life, you know, when you're not yeah. in a spotlight. And then as soon as people know who you are, apparently then everybody cares what you're doing. Yeah. You're like, why do you care now? <laughs> like mm-hmm. nothing. that's, that's terrifying to think about. Ooh. In 2016, you were awarded the best diaspora artist in the Nollywood Film Festival. How yeah. did that feel? Surprise! Really? I wasn't expecting that at <laughs> all.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, I was shivering mm. and so anxious. I was like, "What?" Mm-hmm. Because I had a performance there, so I didn't thought that anybody would recognize me and talk less of being the best just yes for our my, da- my brother was like, I hope you get an award. I was like, what are you saying? And <laughs> all this kind of stuff because I was like, who knows me? <laughs> uh, really, it was shocking and seeing my parents so proud and happy and I was all emotional. So it was nice. Did 20 it,
0: 20. did it kind of help you solidify that feeling of like, okay, I'm in the right place. I'm doing the right thing. I'm on the right path. You know, did it, did it kind of boost that little level of, I don't want to say validation because we're not searching for validation, but sometimes validation is nice.
1: Yeah, yeah they do. They do every time, <laughs> they do every time. So I don't have much to say about that.
0: yeah yeah you're like i was surprised and it felt good (laughs) Yeah. do you ever question your place in the music industry yeah i do because it's not that easy Mm.
1: as a dark skin to do some things um i've been surrounded with uh males every Mm -hmm. time in my life when it comes for music for musicians and it's kind of different because they sometimes they don't take it serious so i need to stand my ground Mm -hmm. both as a dark skin and as a woman Mm -hmm. so um sometimes i'm like can i do this Mm -hmm. like maybe they know more than me but it takes some time to really be like, I got this. Yeah. I know some people will be like, we have heard that before, but you just need to take your time. Think of what you really want to do. And no matter who is around you, mm-hmm. you're like, you know what you know, mm-hmm. but I'm God's gift, God's creation and he gave me a talent and he gave me something mm-hmm. and Maybe what I'm going to tell you, you won't even know it at all. You won't even expect about mm. knowing that at all. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I really like think about maybe people are better than me. Maybe I don't get
0: this. But it's all about knowing who you are mm. and stand your ground. And mm-hmm. trusting that you know what you're doing. It is, yeah. it, you know, tr- really I feel like so many people just come with like, blind confidence whether or not they know what they're talking about and that can be really abrasive to people who don't innately come in thinking they're the most knowledgeable person in the room so when you come into a room and you're like someone like you who is ready and willing to be like is this what you're really good at great we're gonna follow like you know what is this? What are we doing? And it's not necessarily a, not thinking that you know what you're talking about, but they're so loud (laughs) about being the smartest in the room that it's hard to, even if you know that what they're saying might not line up with your ideas or plans, you're like, I mean, you're really confident about this. So you start to question yourself and that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I hate having to work with people like that because it's like, you don't have to be the smartest in the room about everything. You can you can admit when you don't know things, but also like, don't pretend like, you know, stuff that you don't know, you know? It's true,
1: <laughs> it's true because usually, why I'm saying that I've been surrounded with males. is true mm-hmm. because I was doing like the little one or the youngest. Mm-hmm. And I had to be sometimes, silent you understand and now i'm more spoken it's Mm. good to be outspoken
0: Mm -hmm.
1: as a woman and as a woman of color Mm -hmm. because that's what i'm trying to impact to people we need to be be more spoken about our opinions Mm -hmm. in a good way sometimes Mm -hmm. people push you to your limits it's true it's really true but um i think some in this 2021 we are right now mm-hmm. i've seen a lot of changes i've seen a lot of changes that we pay attention right now to the younger because they're more wise mm-hmm. now and they've seen different kind of things through social media through everywhere mm-hmm. so i don't think that if someone young speaks and no one will overlook it everybody would think it's wise mm-hmm. because if we can Recall a lot of people right now that are in some high positions in anywhere. They're young people. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad about that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. And I think a big part of that, you're right, does come from the connectivity that we have that can span the globe like right now. You know, <laughs> like we're able to have this conversation because yeah. technology said this is possible and then we're able to utilize it. And I think that's so true in that like all these big waves of various social media as, as toxic as it can be, it can also be like a great way to share a day in the life of someone across the world who you otherwise would never know what their experiences are without you know following them on social media. Now you have to take things with a grain of salt because not everything is the highlight reel that is social media. But you know you're so right. And so people are young people are seeing these other cultures, other people, other experiences. And then they're the ones who hopefully are able to yeah, absolutely change the world. Of all the festivals and venues that you have been able to play, is there one that you're itching to perform at again? Or is there one that you like is a dream?
1: One that I would like, I would love to perform again is in Klopado Jazz Festival in Lithuania. I was there 2020, September. Mm. I was, I think, like the last lucky ones in the world. <laughs> they performed because mm. I, I didn't think that was possible but really it was possible for the last show mm. before the big lockdown mm. again in Greece. So I would really love to perform there again Clapeda Jazz but I love Lithuania people and they welcomed me wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly and they just embraced everything. They were, like, singing my song. Songs of dancing. And it, it, it's it's shocking. People mm-hmm. that didn't know you, didn't know you existed, and <laughs> just come do a show there, and they're like,
0: yeah, we love you. And, uh, awesome. Wow. Is it is it still every time you get on stage and you see people singing your songs along with you, like, does it still give you butterflies every time? You're just like... Yes. Of course, you you feel like a winner. Mm.
1: When you're singing your songs back. It means that you've captured their heart, mm-hmm. and they'll forever remember those lyrics, mm. all the melody. So you you feel that you've won something mm. after hard work of preparing uh, a food, and everybody is like, "Oh, we <laughs> love the food." So you're like, "Okay, oh, I'm so happy." <laughs>
0: Is that, do you think that's your favorite part of performing or do you like yeah. to debut new music at, at shows or? Of course, of course.
1: Um, every artist thinks big. Mm. And I'm one of those artists that have high expectations. Mm-hmm. And I think about performing in award shows, in huge festivals, like Glastonbury, Glastonbury, UK. Um, Coachella, like lollapalooza and Grammy Awards, BET Awards, Billboard Awards. So I've been imagining all this kind of things, you know, since practicing I was
0: your living. acceptance speeches.
1: Yeah. <laughs> since I was so, you know, you just keep that in mind. Just keep pushing.
0: Do you remember your first um performance that you ever did? Like even if it were when you were a little one, or it could be your first like, like the, big performance. From the start from the start? My first, first, first performance? Yeah.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> I think we're gonna go like a school performance. Or so you mean more um professional because everybody
0: has their first performance in school. It can be whichever, whichever way you want to to go with this answer. So,
1: I'm gonna go first with school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think yeah, school. That was like the first step, and the bold step. Like I'm gonna show people that I can sing. I was nervous. Mm. I didn't know how people would get and like my voice, and I had this voice that was (laughs) high pitched. I hated it. (laughs) (laughs) I hated it but everybody whenever I just sang they just loved it Mm. they just loved it and I was like really (laughs) (laughs) okay um (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I I really remember that and I was just waiting for my parents to be in front of the line Mm. just to give me courage Mm. because anytime I play or do anything in my school I'm like my parents should be there, as so I'll have like a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was my first time, just say, school performing mm. with singing. So mm. it, it was actions. Yeah. Nervous.
0: Yeah. It's so funny how thinking back on the first time you ever got on stage and like looking at like, what that felt like especially like if you had danced previously on stage but not sung before you know that's such a different experience stage fright when you're dancing is at least for me not there and then the first time I sang I remember being just like palm sweaty just like drenched because I was like oh it's something about having to use your voice you know is just that's scary that's really scary even if it's yeah 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 it's you it's just getting over that first little especially when you're young and then it happens you're like oh that wasn't that bad was it like okay (laughs) it's so funny to see how we evolve from you know baby performers to to the even to your first professional performance which I'm sure was equally terrifying <laughs> you just have the whole attention
1: and they're all waiting to see what you're gonna do oh gosh <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i still do have it i still do have it mm-hmm. even if i perform a lot of times every time i go up the stage because i feel that i'm um facing different kind of people you mm-hmm. know people that know me and i just feel that i need to um earn their trust Mm-hmm. Game then. Yeah. So it's nervous.
0: It's like a date. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh god, I hope they like me. I hope I don't yeah. fall <laughs> on my face. Like <laughs> <laughs> you hope though that every time you get on stage that you I would hope that no one in any audience is like actively wanting anyone to fail. During the pandemic, have you been able to work on any new projects?
1: Mm. The truth is, I don't like saying because I don't like to jinx nothing. Mm.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Fair, that is a completely acceptable answer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm on board. just like telling people to listen
1: to my tools, sandals, <laughs> and enjoy it. And- <laughs> What's those songs? I'm gonna surprise everybody.
0: <laughs> I I love that. That's a great, that's a great answer. That's too funny. Oh my gosh. Well then on that note, your two singles that are out, how would you categorize? So you already mentioned anthem for for uh Pepperdem. What about what about your other single? How would you describe that piece of music for anyone? looking to, to go give it a listen.
1: Party is a song that I wrote with my brother to party is me.
0: Hmm. It's
1: me when I'm outside. <laughs> so what I just want to get people to know that whatever they see that I put out, they'll hear a story of me, a writing of me, a spin of me is to just let loose dance and also I've come to see that in a lot of clubs or any place they're dancing there's always a, a fuddy daddy a fuddy daddy is something like a bus that like, <laughs> when everybody's dancing they're standing oh gosh I hate that <laughs> like you came to a dance, why are you standing so and I like when I go to parties that they're like bad vibes. So I, I everything I'm saying right now is in my song. Like I'm telling them, no standing, only dancing to be a party daddy. Mm. So uh, party is a party song to dance and to get off the bad vibes away for you. And it's an Afro pop song. Mm. So I just wanted everybody to dance and feel my own vibe mm. and to inspire to them.
0: Mm-mm. I love dancing. I was going to say, so you obviously love dancing and you're an amazing dancer. I've watched your videos. Do you, has that just been something you've always done? Or did you like take dance class or do you just kind of like feel it out and do what you want to do or all of the my, above? <laughs> my mom is ah. a reason for my dancing. She taught me how to dance.
1: Mm. She taught me how to dance. My first uh, type of dancing was a willow. Was the type of dance that the Nigeria people were dancing, and in, in the whole Africa. Mm. And from there, I just blended and started dancing more. Mm. So I was like a guest in parties <laughs> and this kind of stuff. So I really liked the idea of dancing and tried to incorporate it with
0: music, mm. singing. Your face lights up when you talk about dancing and singing. It's just like. I just express myself there. Oh, I, yeah. Dancing's incredible. Dancing is so freeing. And I think it's Martha Graham that might be wrong in this. Um, So don't quote me on misquoting. But um, somebody basically said that dancing is the language of the soul, right? And then our feet, when we dance, are writing the lines of poetry. And so, you know, it's that kind of feeling where you can just like, it doesn't even have to be like, quote unquote, good. Like there is no, do you have a body? (laughs) Can you move at all to the music you're dancing? Like that's just, it doesn't have to be perfect. And I think that's such a beautiful expression of, humanity, right? Because yeah. that means you feel the vibrations of the music so deeply in your body yeah. that you have to move. Control. Yeah. Control. Oh, I love it. Dancing is incredible. <laughs> Before we get to our last two questions, because oh. somehow we're already here. I don't know how that happened. That was, that felt like seconds, <laughs> but it was like half an hour. Um, <laughs> but before we get to our last two questions, is there anything else you want to add where we can find you, your music, anything we didn't get a chance to touch on later? Um,
1: I just want to give some credit to my brother because mm. the artwork of Dem. everybody is asking me how, and <laughs> it was a vision of mine that I just wanted to represent, Mm. My culture, my brother captured mm. that. It was mm-hmm. a whole family thing. Like the background was uh, head, uh, hand woven, uh by my dad, the Asian tribe, mm. uh, the Igbulu. You see the colors and everything, the wrapper. Um, the hair, the beads, and the clothing. Uh, the clothing, my dad sewed. He's mm. the one that designed the clothes oh and my sew God. it in one day. Oh. Yeah, I know uh my mom did the hair the beads and everything with the makeup so and my sisters were the assistant they did a little video my other two sisters so everybody was inside the quarantine we did this whole thing in a family way oh my god I'm so excited and happy about that because it was um so much work Mm. and we had so much well, that's for Pepe then. The same thing happened with Patty. So everybody was in there with oh. those two singles. My brother captured them and everybody helped. Um, so about social media, everybody can find me on Facebook, on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Spotify, the same name, Love Also Also Bandcamp, if they want to buy my song. It's available on all platforms, on iTunes, uh, Amazon. So everywhere, you can buy my song, you can stream my song, please do. <laughs> also, i got the little videos um, on YouTube. but perhaps some visuals and party. I hope they like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, basically, I'm everywhere <laughs> where you want to find me in social media. So yes, I don't, of course, in Snapchat.
0: <laughs> oh yes, Snapchat, Snapchat. Awesome. Yeah. Still, still the same handle, love Itoya. Yeah,
1: everything love it, Toya. Everyone's Spotify, love Itoya. It,
0: that's awesome. I ask the same last two questions to everyone that comes through the podcast. First, what is your second favorite color and why? Why is it second favorite color? So because... that's what I want to ask. <laughs> <laughs> because no one asks that. Everyone always asks what your first favorite color is. I want to know your second favorite.
1: Okay. the Truth is that I love all colors. Hmm. Um, Like I'm a multicolored person, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's hard. Right? It's like the most difficult question. (laughs) I I, I know. Uh, I I think I'm going to go with blue.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Like dark Um, blue or light blue? Anything.
1: Any blue? I'm gonna go. <laughs> any blue. Yeah, any blue. Yeah, I I wasn't so sure, but blue, I, I didn't know that blue suits me so much until I started wearing more often, and blue lipstick, and mm. blue
0: trousers, and stuff like that. Does it make you feel powerful when you wear those bold blues? The thing that makes me more powerful is when I wear gold.
1: Hmm. <laughs> Like that's my first color, okay.
0: first color, but blue. Yeah. I love blue. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's blues, blues, such a diverse color. If you, you know, especially it, cause it, you can do like this light blue that I, yeah. oh, I, you know, sometimes I forget this isn't a visual show and I'm like holding props up and listeners can't see it. I held up a blue coffee mug, you guys light blue. Um, but you know, light blue can be very calming and serene. And then all of a sudden like cobalt blue and you're just like ready to run a marathon, you know, it's such a a versatile color where you're like, wow, there's a lot And then Navy blue, just as comfy. Like, yeah, I love that. And last, what in your opinion is the best part of being a woman?
1: First of all, we're more powerful. We have we 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 do different kind of things at the same time, and we have that um, we're strong. Mm -hmm. I don't want to like bring a a fuse between men and women, but we're strong. We bring life to earth. Mm -hmm. That's wow. Mm -hmm. Like men can do that, so they can be like. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But except from that, I I get that from my mom she mm. does so many things and she has endurance women have endurance mm. not, not all men have that mm-hmm. women can be mothers sisters friends uh, helpers and and just do it one day i, I don't know it's exhausting mm-hmm. it's exhausting <laughs> oh my god and my mom is my woman figure for that mm. so basically that women are stronger Mm. And women have the
0: ability to bring life to earth. Mm. So. Yes, 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 yes. Multiple times, you know? Yeah. The in, that's where the endurance comes in, where it's like, you can keep bringing quite literally.
1: I don't know how they do that. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's amazing. And um, sometimes we, we, we don't get credited for that. Mm. And
0: I am going to credit everybody for that for that absolutely absolutely i love that that's so gorgeous thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and chat today i think you're awesome i love your energy you're just such a bright force to be reckoned with you know there's there's so much power really and it's so funny that that's one of the like first things you said about what you want your music to be is is an anthem for you know women and especially women of color and I think I think you have so much ahead of you that I can't wait to be on board to just see it all unfold because seriously you're the the energy that is coming through this zoom screen <laughs> on the other side of the world I'm like already you know it's like 10 a.m. here and I'm ready to go like have a dance party because you just emit so much life. So I, I thank you so much for you, sitting down today. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. And thank you historians, for tuning in again. You know the drill. Subscribe, follow, tell all your friends and your family. Have everybody also subscribe and follow. You can follow us on our social medias instagram at women of her story podcast twitter at the her story pod tiktok at her story podcast facebook you can find us at women of her story and you can visit our website for all kinds of extra fun info at ofherstory.com. until next week be safe stay healthy and show the world what you're made of